Hallelujah. Well, I tell you what, I'm sure I, I was excited about seeing what was going to be the response tonight. And man, it is just good to see everybody. There's another car driving up to see about seeing this movie, but uh, we're going to see the responses because there's a number of other things. There's a very important movie, another one I would love to show you that shows the five most important needs of America right now. And it's an eye opener. And we, we're here tonight because we want the truth. And we want our eyes open and we want to know how to pray and intercede. Amen. So if you don't know about it on our table over there, we do have a table set up for the National Day of Prayer for Jerusalem. And, and please just feel free to go get some brochures. This is Why Stand with Israel and How to Pray for Israel and then Prayers for Jerusalem. And uh, you can have those. Uh, and uh, I, I just wish more people uh, would have took some this morning. And so you need that. Pray about it. It's written by Brother Jack Hayford, which is one of the most, I believe, balanced, strong men of God today. And I just want to encourage you to get that material. And if you have your Bibles, just turn with me quickly to Psalms 112. And uh, I just want to read this about today. Psalms 112. I'm sorry, 122. Oh, hallelujah. In Psalms 122, verse 6, it says, it says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. How many of you, that's what we have been doing today, amen? And it says, may they prosper who love you. How many of you know that you have gone, I believe each and every one of us has gone into a new area of prosperity for, for this day. And I believe our nation, if we want to break an economic crisis, I believe one of the keys is what this nation is doing for Israel today. Also, I want to share with you while I'm speaking of that, uh, brother and sister Hale was here this morning. They are leaving in just a few days for Israel. And I just felt impressed. They're going to be, if you never heard a minister to before, they're two firecrackers. They're going to be here Wednesday night because they're going to Ukraine also to help with some orphanages and uh, teen challenges over there. And uh, they really need some help right now. So I invite them to come back Wednesday night. We'll be the last church they minister to before they do go to Israel. So we'll have an opportunity to sow to Israel through them. Hallelujah. Amen. But it says, may they prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls. And that word walls there in the Hebrew is the word homes. Peace or shalom within the homes of Israel. And prosperity within your palaces. And when you look up that word palaces, it's the word for those who are in leadership over the country. So when you're praying this prayer, you're praying such a large prayer over so many things. And it says, for the sake of my brethren and the companions, I will now say peace be within you. Because of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good. Now that word pray means to be greatly concerned and burdened. And I believe that, that that is a cry that's going on in America today like never before. And I believe, especially after you see the film tonight, I believe that by interceding for Jerusalem, we're interceding also for D.C. I believe for interceding for Israel, we are also interceding for our nation and, and, and other nations. And so I just want to encourage you that as we stand in the gap, what we sow, we reap. 
And this is such an hour where God is calling intercessors. And I want to encourage you as we're on this 40-day prayer fast, uh, if you can, come on Tuesday night. We had a number of people, and it's amazing what the Holy Spirit can do and how He operates. And so I want to encourage you to come on Tuesday night, uh, especially during this season, when you can and if you can, so that we can pray together. But I want the ushers to come forward, and we're going to receive this the afternoon's offerings and tithe. Quickly, if you have pictures for the military, please give them for our directory. Uh, 40 days of fasting. We'll continue to fast until the election. Operation Christmas Child uh, begins. And remember the shoeboxes and how we want to send uh, all these gifts to these precious children all around the world who can't get anything unless we give something to them. That's through Brother Billy Graham's crusade, uh, his ministry. Also, crop motorcycle meeting. The motorcycle. If you have a motorcycle, you're invited to a meeting here Monday at 7 o'clock. You can see Brother Darrell about that. And then the ISO, the youth, are going to be getting together October the 8th at 7 for pizza and live band games and so forth and so on. You can see Brother Jacob about that. So we just want to encourage you to be a part of that. We just bless you. We love you. Please remember our, our family in Guatemala. Good news, but it still looks like they may be there a while. So please continue to pray that they're going to get their papers done quickly because they've been gone over a month and two weeks and they're stuck there. And he hasn't worked in over a month. He's not been paid for over a month. And so we have helped them a number of times. And you just pray for them. Pray for their peace. That little sweetheart, uh, his wife, she has not seen her uh, three kids here in all that time. And she's just really broken over not being with her children. So please pray for them. Pray for one another. We love you. We bless you. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, worship team. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Just before we start the movie, it would just be 27 minutes. But I want to share with you, according to the latest studies, that since 1990, there has been 160,000 Christians martyred a year. 160,000 Christians martyred a year since 1990. You know, we... Remember 9-11. But the Jews in Israel have 9-11s all the time. They've had over 1,000 people already killed this year and 40,000 wounded. There's been more people martyred in this century than, than all the centuries combined. I believe that is a sign that Jesus is coming soon. There's been 1,000 children killed, innocent civilians by bombs. And, and as, so as we watch this tonight, you know, it's an awakening moment. As we got into the Word this morning, I believe that God is wanting to awaken the church by the hour we live in. And that, what, that we saw in 9-11 and we saw in Pearl Harbor that we aren't, they can reach us, but we've got to be a people who pray. And so I want to encourage you. Every, it says every day, pray for leaders. Pray for our government. Pray for Israel. Get used to every time you get sit down and you bless the food, you pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And God will mightily bless you for that. So, Father, we ask you to speak to our hearts. And, Lord, I thank you. You are raising up watchmen on the wall who have such a burden, such a passion to intercede and stand in the gap for people in all the nations. And, Lord, we lift up the 33 nations of Islam. We lift up more than the 300 million Muslims around the world. We pray for the, eight, the, 80, 000, the, the 8 million Muslims in the U.S., the 8 million Muslims in America. 
we pray that they will see the love of Jesus Christ and the power of the gospel. We pray that they will see as many thousands are converting a year by visions and dreams and manifestations of Jesus and they are turning to the Messiah. As we see this tonight, Father, we do not grow in hate. We awaken, but we do not hate. We pray for a revival among those people. We pray that Ishmael will get back into the root and the rejection since Hagar will be healed and many millions will come to know you as Lord and Savior and will accept being one with Israel. Oh, Father, we pray for revival among the nations. And we ask you to speak to us as we watch this tool tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. I don't know if you knew this, but how many know that over in Canada that they have already ruled Islamic uh, judges over the Islamic people and now they don't have to answer to Canadian justice, they answer to Islamic justice right there in Canada, in Quebec. They're looking at Mexico. They're looking at Venezuela. And how many of you know you've seen tonight and it's like you're saying, it's a wake-up call that we are at war. And it's like he said, he said, this is not a war for Hitler. This is a war for their God. And I don't, and as we were speaking this morning, just as they are radical for their God, we need to wake up and get radical about our God, our religion, and we can't keep silent anymore. And we cannot just be the quiet majority. We've got to rise up with a sword and we've got to rise up with the righteous or as bold as a lion. And we've got to speak the truth of what it really is. We are under attack. They have said, and it has said, been said lately, they want, to, they want to destroy our history. They want to destroy our country. They want to destroy all that America is. And they want to control but I believe that we have a mission as Americans. I believe we're not through yet because we are feeding the orphans and the widows. I we are going to stand by Israel. And even if war does come, we will stand by Israel in Jesus' name. And we will not let go of her. And we will do whatever we have to do. But we have to protect our country too. The prophet said just two weeks ago, one of the prophets, uh, Brother Chuck Pierce, who was right on to the day as far as Katrina goes, prophesied that in 18 months we will have war on our land. Just two weeks ago at our school, he prophesied that many of us were there, that there would be war in 18 months on America's soil. We have to pray, church. Our children and our grandchildren, we have to pray. We have to teach our children to pray. It is time to wake up. We have to wake up. They can pray five times a week. We can't even pray once a day. I mean, five times a day. We can't even pray once a day. I believe this is a wake-up call. And I wanted to show you this tonight. As you can see, this was not something made up in Hollywood. This is real. And this is something we've got to get together. And you've seen it in Afghanistan. You've seen it in different places you've been. And many of our soldiers have too. But even in the midst of this turmoil, souls are being won. People are being converted. We have a war, but we have a 
captain of the host of the armies of the Lord. And we have to continue to fast and we have to continue to pray. And we've got to continue to, we know this is not just a natural war, this is a spiritual war. But praise God that we know that he said we have power uh, to rise up against principalities and powers and wicked spirits and rulers in high places. Amen, church. But we have to come together and we have to pray at our homes and we have to believe God. And we've got to pray for Israel. We have to especially pray for Israel and its borders that God will protect that nation. And listen, church, we have to pray over the borders of America. Because why? We've been taking our naps in a nice air-conditioned church they have been getting their places set up for war. While we have been wanting nice little messages, they are preparing nukes and they already have nuclear grenades ready that can be brought in something small. This is, this is a moment to take seriously. And I know you do. But I believe that we need to share with, with other people that when they say, well, we don't have to, we don't have nothing to worry about. Nothing would ever happen here. It already has. It already has. And my wife and I were in Argentina for 14 years and they were very anti-American. And we were stopped by police and military many times and they would say, you know what I would love to do to your president, Reagan? I would love to slowly cut his throat from ear to ear and watch him bleed in my hands. They used to tell us the only good American is a dead American. They would manifest even in the vegetable markets and everywhere. These countries that we think that are our allies in our peace, Jeremiah 2 and 3 talks about you will look from strength from your allies, but your allies will laugh at you. We have to depend upon God. We have to trust in God. And we've got to raise the standard. We've got to pray, church. And this is not about political parties, but we do have to pray about who we elect for office. We have to pray who we elect for office. Right now, morality is only an importance of 15%. The economy is at 53%. That's the most important. I'd rather see us eating potato soup in freedom. than electing someone to keep a good lifestyle but yet be taken over within 10 years. We have to pray over this election. That's what we're fasting and we're praying for. This nation is a friend to many nations. This nation is a hope to many nations. And we have a job to do. We have a responsibility. But we've got to pull together and we've got to pray because we are at war. We have to have the mentality now, we are at war. We are at war. We are at war. And it's gotten even more serious. If we take a stand now, do you believe that God can change the tide? Or His hand can extend mercy for a moment more over our nation? We have to train our children to be warriors. We have to train our teenagers to be warriors. We've got to learn to be worship warriors. We have to learn to be prayer warriors. We have to learn to be intercessors. We need to learn how to become watchmen on the wall. But while you hear of all this evil going on, there is a movement. There is Thunder Road rising up where all the nationalities of young people are raising up and praying 24-7 called Thunder Road. 
There is the call that we, you have seen us talk about and show many times where there are young people praying 24-7. Over a hundred and something universities are praying 24 hours a day, seven days a week for revival in America and forgiveness of our sins. We support Brother Lou Engel, who, who has a, a rental pl- property in front of the state capitol where he's got interns praying 24 hours 7 at the windows praying towards our capitol over the legislature and the rules. So as we see that these things are arising, there is something arising in the age of all the generations to rise up and pray that it is a time to have watchmen on the wall who do not cease day and night to pray, who do not cease day and night. And God has been speaking, raising up intercessors, even in this body that I know that different hours of the morning, different hours of the night are praying and believing God for revival in this nation. And as we walk around and we're carrying our life bands, asking God to forgive us for the killing of over... Uh, all, all these million of babies and innocent blood and asking God to forgive our land and to bring revival to America. And as we know that re- abortion this month is the lowest it's been since, I believe, 1980. I want you to know that we still have, we are, we can advance and there are things happening. There have been laws passed to the favor of the church, but we have to continue to pray that laws will continue to be changed and we will continue to have freedom in this nation. We have to pray. Listen, do you, do you know that we have to pray protection even over our church buildings every service? I, I, my life was threatened just about three, four weeks ago. I was told by a warlock that he was going to kill me right here in this church. We never know when someone would come in. People have talked about it. There was those coming and they, all these dreams and curses that they're coming with guns in this church to kill different people. In other nations, you never know when a bomber would come in here in the foyer or in here and try to blow up people. We don't even worry about those things. Thank God. But we've got to realize that if we don't stand now and pray and fast and intercede, those will be a worry. We will go to church wondering, am I going to get back home today or not? That's what's happening all over the world. Where I heard our brother in India where he talked about Brother Abram, where he talked about all many of them just being killed. And when Sister Irene was here, the, that young man who, who was blown up by, by a bomb, and there his dad's picking up his son with parts of his body missing. You've seen the, the, the video, and this is just a small part of it. What we need is revival in this nation. We need our children to stand up. And I'm going to show you sometime later the, the, the fight that's been going on in Texas. In Texas, the governor has signed a paper that allows Christians to, to, to speak freely about Jesus Christ. And you will hear the testimonies of little children, 10 years old, who had to sue to better say, if you make me quote the Koran, I have the right to quote the Bible. And they had to get lawyers and fight over there, right there in Katy, Texas within the last two years. There's wars. They're trying to take our freedom away, saying we don't have the right to say Merry Christmas. We don't have the right to say Jesus. That young girl got up before her college group to speak about Jesus, and and she said about her best friend, and they turned the microphone off, and she stood there and just practically wanted to start crying because she knows why they turned it off. But yet they they could praise Allah, and they could speak about the Quran and all these other things. I say we need to speak while we have a chance to speak. Amen, church. So can we stand tonight? And as this is the National Day of Prayer for Jerusalem, can we come together tonight? Once again, as we did this morning, Father, we come together also tonight, this afternoon, 
on this day that we have dedicated and set apart and that has been set apart every year to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, that city that you love, that city that you said you will restore, and that city that all end-time prophecy is centered on. Your coming back has everything to do with Jerusalem. Lord, we pray for the peace within Jerusalem. We pray for revival. We pray for uh, opening of the eyes of the rabbis and the Zionists and the people in Israel to better see through the word of God that Jesus Christ, Yeshua Mashiach, He was and He is the Messiah. We pray for an awakening among the Israeli people. We pray for a revival among them. And Lord, for the people in Israel, as well as the, uh, the millions of Jews here in the United States, that 60-something percent is atheist. They don't even believe in Jehovah. We pray for revival among the Jewish people all over the world who have turned atheist. They do not even want to hear about Christianity because Christianity were the ones that persecuted and killed their ancestors. That in the name of Jesus, in the name of God, they were killed and they were martyred. It would be by our love to them and standing with them. Not expecting anything in turn, just to love them because they are God's apple of His eye. That we would be able to be a light and salt to them. Make America the light and salt it is called to be to the Israeli people. And for the Islamic people, Lord, let us be salt and light. They fear their God. But our God is not only one for reverence. Our God is a God of love. And to know you so overpasses any knowing anything about any other gods that are false, fake, and empty. We pray that you raise up prophets in the 55 Muslim nations. We actually send revival to the 1040 window. We ask you to comfort the families who are persecuted and those who have lost loved ones in these nations. We ask you to hear the blood of the martyrs cry from the ground for revival and salvation to those people. Lord, give us a heart to pray and intercede and become watchmen on the wall not to close our eyes to what we see or hear, but to use it as tools to pray and intercede. Lord, we've seen your authority even in closing the mosque that was opened right on the side of us that we came against and in just a few weeks it was gone. We know that there's authority and power and we have the keys of the kingdom. We pray over our area. We pray first of all for the Jews over in our area. And we pray for a revival in Rapids Parish and the surrounding areas that, Lord, the Jews will come to start to come to know you and they will have their eyes open and they will receive you as Lord and Savior. We pray for the Islamic people in this area, the 8 million Muslims that are in this nation and the fastest growing religion in America at the moment. Lord, we pray an overturn of Islam especially at our nation founded upon God. And the Islamic ideas, they want to get into the White House. And even now, the fight we're in to where when we receive certain coins now, they've already taken in God. We trust off of them and we have to give them back because we will not accept any, any monies that do not have in God we trust. 
Lord, we pray for those in leadership. We pray for conviction and guidance and wisdom. We pray, Father, Lord, that there will be, Lord, a, a integrity to come back into the White House. That we will not be built upon lies and we will not be built upon false pretenses. But, Lord, we pray for honor to come back to America. And integrity come back to America. Self-discipline to come back into America. And the fear of our God to come back into America. Lord, we pray for revival upon our universities. And we pray for revival among our soldiers. Lord, protect our young men and women serving overseas. For they're not only battling a natural war, they are battling a supernatural war. So, Lord, we plead the blood of Jesus over our armed forces, our boys and our girls. We ask you to cover them and protect them, to encourage them. And we pray for revival, Father. And we praise you for the miracles you're already doing among our military. And, Lord, all the testimonies of your divine protection that's already been. And, Lord, we pray for more. We decree tonight that Jesus Christ is Lord over the United States of America. You're Lord over our government. And Lord, we pray this not for our American pride. We do not pray this because we want to continue to live the lifestyle or to, to have all the great things that we have. It's not about things, but Lord, now we know the American dream is having you as our God, as our provider, and as our protector. The American dream is what our founding forefathers had. It wasn't about the blessings. It wasn't about the prosperity. It was about having freedom to serve you and worship you as our God. Father, we pray for, Lord, a new generation of young people being raised up. That though everything in the world is offered to them and is, is in the reach, I praise you for character being built. Integrity in a heart like David and Daniel of old. We desire, we pray for a revival among our children. That they will reject evolution and they will reject all the mindsets and all the paganism and all the perversion that's offered at this day and this hour. And they will set their hearts to fully follow you. Lord, you said train up a child on the way he should go. When he's older, he would not depart from it, that they will come back. We pray that over America. This nation was trained and it was ordered under the word of God. Even though we have wondered, we pray that we will go back to the original roots. That without God, without worshiping our true God and studying and loving the word of God. And exalting the name of Jesus, our history's lost. I plead your blood over my sins and the sins of my nation and abortion. Send revival to America. We plead your blood over our sins and the sins of our nation and abortion. And send revival to America. We pray that you shake California. With all its liberal ideas and its hates.
We ask you to raise up voices that will break the bands and cause the inner wars of America to come to a stop. That light will prevail over darkness. How we need your truth and how we need your mercy and your unconditional love for us. Lord, in behalf of our nation, we surrender to you tonight. And we plead your blood over Washington. Over the borders of our land. Forgive us for racism. Forgive us for murdering the innocent. Forgive us for selfishness. Forgive us for not putting you first. Because if we would, all these other things would be added to us. Forgive us as you rebuked Israel for not putting you and keeping you in first place. Forgive us for not putting you in first place and keeping you there, Father God. We repent for that in our nation. We repent for our school systems that have turned their back on you and have thrown your holy word in the trash. We repent for being a prayerless nation. A nation so thrived on entertainment instead of being a nation of worship to you for the great and the freedoms we do have. Lord, as we've been fasting, and there's fasting going all over this nation for the elections coming up in November. We ask you, Father, Lord, that, Lord, you said you set up and you put down. And we ask you to raise up the right people to be put into office. And we pray that there is going to be a supernatural healing that can take place, that all the things that have been done in the last years can be healed and turned. The lies and the deceptions. And Lord, you even said in your word in Joel that the curse of all curses is to divide the land Israel. And Lord, we and the government of this nation has been guilty in dividing Israel. Under both Bush and also Clinton, when 92% were giving back to the Pakistan and the Islamic people. We pushed Israel in to give up and divide their land. Lord, we in America, we are allowed to build a wall. Other nations are allowed to build a wall along the borders. But because Israel built a wall, the UN says it's not right. All the other nations can do things, but Israel's always being picked on. Israel's always being told it's wrong, but yet other nations can do what Israel cannot do. And Lord, our nation has controlled and manipulated. And you said, cursed is the nation that divides this land. Because your name is written clearly. Yahweh is written in the mountains of Israel. And not one letter, not one dot can be taken away from your name over that nation. Give us people in office who will seek the well-being of Israel. Because you said... You will bless those who bless her. So tonight we bless Israel and we bless Jerusalem. We bless Tel Aviv. We bless Galilee and Jordan. We bless Israel from the north, the south, and the east and the west. We thank you for that nation and we love her. And we will pray for her daily. 
we will walk pleasing to you. We pray in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Are you going to pray daily for Jerusalem Church? Pray over these elections. Pray over our nation. Hallelujah. Well, can I just ask you a simple question? Did, did you enjoy this film tonight? Well, let me ask you a question. I have some eye-opening things, especially about America. And one of them is about the economy. Would, would, how many would be interested in continue to see documentaries about where America and where the world is right now? I think I think it's important that we remain stirred up about praying on behalf of this nation and the other nations. I want to be showing you how much witchcraft is being pushed in our schools and Jesus is being taken out. We we I want you to see and we need to know what we're up against. You ready to be an army? If we have to go somewhere and stand, you ready to do it? We're gonna do it, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for coming tonight. Every head bowed and every eye closed. And I don't want to dismiss without this. I left this morning and I didn't do this. But if you're here tonight, and you, know, you may not know Jesus as Lord and Savior. Maybe you've wandered away from Him. If you're here tonight and you would want to rededicate your life to Jesus or you need to turn your life over to him for the first time or maybe in a long time, if that's you, would you raise your hand? Anyone here tonight, you need to get your life right with the Lord. You know you're not in the right place. You know you haven't been living for him. Is there anybody at all your life is not right with God? Raise your hand. Anyone at all, your life is not right and you want to get it right tonight. Something would happen. Are you ready to go now? Amen. Let me ask another question. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Is there anyone here you have been struggling with fear? Fear of the future, fear of what's happening, fear of your present. Anyone? Raise your hand real high. Okay, I see that hand. I see yeah, I see those hands. See the hand? Yes, I see the hand. See the hand? See the hand? Uh-huh. I see it. Say this with me. In the name of Jesus, I am a child of the living God. He is the Most High. I say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. In the name of Jesus, I renounce every form of fear, every form of terror, every form of horror, and everophobia. My God has not given me the spirit of fear, but I have a sound mind. I have power and I have love. And I renounce now fear from my life and I command it to go now. It has to go now in Jesus' name. I walk by faith and not by sight. I know, I know who I believe in and that He is able, He is far able to keep that which I've committed unto Him till that day. 
I am free <laughs> from all fear. And I'm courageous. I'm at peace. And I am bold to believe in my God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Give the Lord praise. Give the Lord praise. Hallelujah. This film is not to put fear within you. That's a tool of the devil. This was not to put fear in you. This is not to try to manipulate you. Start uh, raising beans or hiding beans under your house. This is not to try to manipulate you. This is for us to get our faith in Jesus Christ and pray the word and war against the enemy. Amen. This is to challenge us not to fear, to move in faith. Amen. Well, listen, we bless you. If you have a need, we will be here to anoint you, pray with you, believe with you. We love you. We bless you. Don't forget Tuesday night, intercession, 7 o'clock, Wednesday night. The brother, the hells are going to be here Wednesday night. Come and, boy, they are powerhouses. You will greatly enjoy them. And then we'll be here again next Sunday morning, Sunday night. We love you. God bless you. If you need me prayer, we'll be here to pray with you. God bless you. Amen.